I'm really happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish. But one of the best of all time. My ex rated savage, ladies and gentlemen. We are here today to give you all another X-rated experience podcast. I am your host, the Savage God himself, Pierre. And for all of my new listeners, welcome. It's going to be one hell of a experience. And for my returning listeners, you guys are too fucking kind and too awesome. This is why uh, we are right now planning, I don't know, some type, we gotta do something, man, for y'all, all the traction. We've been getting, like, I don't know, give y'all a gift card or something, But, yeah, so, don't worry, we got something in the works for everybody. But, today's topic is loyalty. Not only amongst you and your spouse, but amongst your friends, family, etc., etc. <laughs> and what does loyalty like? How do we, as individuals, define loyalty? And I've noticed that a lot of people define loyalty uh, in different ways. I'm not saying that one is less than the other one. Loyalty is loyalty, no matter what route you go about it. Uh, but some of us, especially the ones, like I said, that was cut from my cloth, like loyalty, the way it was embedded in me, I'm talking about like it never wavers. Meaning, I don't give a fuck if I haven't seen you. 15 years if I get wind or word that either you're going through something or you need support or somebody fucking with you I'm there straight like that point blank period now like it doesn't hurt me when I see stuff like this but it just it's sad in a way where the uh, the the world, like I said, I always tell people, Slim, the world is a fucking hard place to live. That's why you have to be just a little bit fucking crazy to live here. Because you'll be amazed at how many times family would fuck you before actual friends was like, serious, like real shit. Like, like I said, I am thankful for the people I let, you know what I'm saying, that grew up with me and was in my life and shit, like, like, everybody, like, yo, it was funny, like, yo, I'm trying to put it in an awesome way, and not trying to get choked up at the same time, because I've had some motherfucking real ones, some of the savages niggas you'll meet, and also some of the most fucking L, most L7 dudes you'll meet. You know what I'm saying? I love my man back home. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, son, if nobody else 
told you, <laughs> like, you ain't shit or told you the truth about whatever the case may be because they're scared of you or some shit like, no, your man gonna let you know it's good, what it is. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm talking about, I hung, I hung out with them. <laughs> the most savagest niggas ever, like, I'm talking about, like, you know how niggas say they ain't gonna fuck your girl, whatever the case may be? Nah. Like, and this is like this is how my men would go. Like, they'll fuck your girl, but they're gonna tell you that they fucked your girl and she ain't shit. That bitch is anything. And I know some niggas is probably looking like that. Like, oh, that's fucked up. No, it's not. Because if that bitch was real, she wouldn't give that nigga the time of the fucking day. Again, my men are savages. They're going to, if, if they want the pussy, they're going to get the pussy. If she's giving it to him. But guess what? Now, if he didn't tell me and kept fucking her behind my back, now that's disloyal. No. He came, told me, and now guess what? We got a bitch we can share. Because at the end of the day, yeah, bitch, I'm not, I don't respect you. You try to fuck my mans behind my back. But guess what? I'm not going to, like, you know what I'm saying, curry you because you probably have, have some good ass head. Nice little weed plug, whatever case may be. <laughs> but yeah, so now me and my man's got a motherfucking girl we can share and laugh about, ha ha he he. And yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. But like, it's crazy because as kids, we should already know who the loyal niggas are gonna be. Like, if you in a situation where it's just you and your man's and shit, y'all always together cooling in at recess, whatever the case may be. Y'all always together. Some shit go down and y'all about to get jumped. You feel me? And next thing you know, you turn to your right, your man's is down. <laughs> so, basically, he already around the way telling people what happened and shit as you come up fucked up, look, like knotted up, all that. He already told everybody, like, Slim, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even see what happened. He went back for some, he, he came up with some elaborate story that just took him out of the equation and shit. But for some reason, either, this is what's going to happen. Either you're going to be, that adrenaline still going to be pumping, and you're going to be pissed to the point where you're about to, like, you're going to beat the shit out of him right then and there so everybody knows the truth. Or they whipped your ass to the point where Slim, you just try and get in the house, ice your shit down, you'll deal with this shit another time. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah. You know who your real ones are. So I'm like, when you're growing up, another case in point. You know who don't fuck with you for real? Go back in my day. He was going to the bay, or you was slap boxing and shit. And next thing you know, a nigga want to get serious. Out of nowhere. Literally. Out of nowhere, and this is the same nigga that always got a little slick shit to say out of his mouth here and there. Because you either talking to a girl he wanted to talk to, got the latest you know, motherfucking Jordans on your feet, see back. When I was growing up, they wasn't fucking retros. They were just coming out. So, and like, yeah. <laughs> That's that nigga you gotta watch out for. If any man, and this goes for women too. Ladies, if you have a best friend that's been your A1 since fucking free lunch and y'all just so-called as adults, y'all just so-called happen to fuck the same nigga or y'all fuck the same uh, female and they turn on you 
and you basically like like I said told me about the shit and everything. Fuck that nigga. That's the nigga that's gonna be. That's the nigga that's about to be your co-defendant that you don't see until the day of the trial and shit because this nigga already done made a deal. He already told him you was dead, what you had on, what y'all did after, what type of strain of weed y'all smoked to get the shit off y'all mind. <laughs> All that. So, luckily for me, I caught on pretty early. Like I said, life is hard. And when I see people say, damn, like, my family ain't even there for me. Hey, Slim, if you're not... I'm a, this is this is the hardest thing I feel like anybody is going to have to go through when, uh, when they're going through growing pains. Because I went through it. Everybody goes through this phase for real. Either when you were coming up on holidays, your family was always there. And you know what I'm saying? Y'all always kept in touch, yada, yada, yada. Now, as everyone grew older, started getting their own families and shit. It's, it's, wait, like, because I know, well, on my father's side, I know they still do it big for the holiday dinners, but I do know on my mom's side, everybody is so busy with their own life now that Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner isn't the way it used to be, like, everybody used to be there, like, those were the most awesomest days ever, I used to always get in trouble because I always fucked with my grandfather, I used to always keep, just be fucking with him, because... You don't see him like that, so I'm going to take advantage of this and get on his damn nerves. That's what I'm supposed to do. But, hey, we all got older, whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody just comes, get their plate, and go about their jolly life. And, uh, like, that's the, but that's what I had to come to terms with. Your family is, is just, is your, your family is your family. They got to get you ready for the world. They got to, you know what I'm saying, raise you, make sure you fed and everything. But once you hit the stage of adulthood, that's pretty much it. They're there for support. Yeah. Like, I can still text, call, whatever the case may be. Yeah, no problem. But I'm not expecting them to still feed me and pamper me and all that extra shit. No. At the end of the day, my mother didn't raise no motherfucking mother, no mama's boy. And it's funny because everybody thought my grandmother was going to make me spoiled. Shit. <laughs> Y'all must have known who my grandmother was. Yeah, she will cook dinner. But what's she supposed to do? Like cradle me and all? Nah. No. <laughs> People used to give me that. Okay, just because my grandmother cooks for me. She don't just cook for me. There go my sister Sharona. I got my cousin Charles and Takia over here. Like my like. No, she ain't do not shit different than she ain't do for everybody else. And when my ass started to get of age, first thing my grandmother started like when I got in high school, no junior high and all that. And I was because my grandmother only cooked on Sundays, and she'd give a, she'd make a little dish here and there on the weeks. Usually it'd be. Chicken nuggets or chicken strips from Murray's and french fries and shit like that. That was on the weekdays. But Sundays, you know, that old school, traditional, down south Sunday dinner. Uh, but other than that, yeah. But once I got older and I can cook and all that shit. Grandma, you ain't cook now? Nigga, you don't get in there and cook? What the fuck? Like, yeah. That's what family's for. They cut you off after a while. So if they do something that you feel like is fucked up and they're not there for you at your time of need. 
and that's your first time going through it, guess what? You better get used to that shit. You grown. I'm gonna elaborate more on this when we come back from break, but yeah, man. So, and this goes especially goes out to the men, but we're gonna talk about that when we come back. All right, back. All of that and more on an X-rated experience podcast. My X-rated savage, ladies and gentlemen. I really do hope you're enjoying your daily dose of savagery here on the X-Rated Experience Podcast. So I do know all of my savages of all shapes and sizes, colors, races, and creeds love sports. No matter what it is, you have your niche in MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, whatever it is, and you just happen to miss something, guess what? You no longer got to go ahead and wade through all of the topics that ESPN guys make you sit through before they get to the actual topic you want to hear. You want the best no-nonsense sports podcast? Go ahead, tune in the Raging Man. Trust me. It's straight to the point. It keeps you laughing all in a timely manner. By the time you get to work, you're already going to know all the scores from the night you missed. And you're going to know some awesome, awesome sports news that, hey, you didn't even read about in your morning shit (laughs) during the paper, all right? So go ahead to Spotify. Do that for me. Enjoy the daily dose of Raging Rams Sports Podcast. Hey, Rudolph. Oh, man, Christmas is coming up. Anyway, welcome back, my X-rated savage, ladies and gentlemen. All right, today's topic is loyalty and family and so much more right here on the X-rated experience. But we, before we go ahead and get like right back into that, <laughs> speaking of Christmas, I, as an adult, I maybe it's just me because hey I have a lot of vices of my own but I finally understand the whole story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and it's fucked up like Rudolph you know why he was the only Red-Nosed Reindeer because he's the only one that did coke Rudolph had a real bad coke problem that's why the reindeers won't let him play in any reindeer games. Because, nigga, it's not because your nose is red. It's because you're fucking coked out of your mind. And we don't got time for that shit. So, Santa, his enabling ass is like, fuck, it's a storm and shit. How am I going to get through this and get these dumbass presents out here to these dumbass kids? Next thing you know, he's like, hey, Rudolph. And Rudolph was like, yeah, Santa. And then he's like, let me get a line. And then next thing you know, he took his line, came up with the idea. Now Rudolph was in front of the fucking sleigh. I know the other fucking reindeer was had to be like, hey Slim, what the fuck? Hey, yeah. Hey Slim, I've been fucking with Santa for like 10 years. All of a sudden he like this cokehead ass motherfucker. That's fucked up, Santa. You're a fucked up individual. For real. But anyway, I digress. So I don't think it's appropriate. I don't know. I got to finish it off, man. I don't think it's appropriate for us to let our kids sing about Rudolph, the cokehead-ass reindeer. We should just call Rudolph Anise. Anyway, so... (laughs) 
Oh man. Anyway, uh, back to the topics at hand. Um, but where I was leaving off at before we went to break on the last segment was as an adult, this goes for men and women. As an adult, if you are if you are over the age of twenty one, that boo hoo sob story of well, my parents one parent was missing or they beat you profusely or whatever the case may have been stop singing that fucking song because if you keep bringing it up without trying to actually uh come to a resolution of how to fix it like if you are always complaining that they mentally destroyed you but yet you do not go out and seek any type of help then you're trying basically to hold on to that little piece of playing the victim that is going to do nothing but going you're going to keep falling flat on your face and pointing the finger at whatever happened to you as a child like at the end of the day we all have fucking scars all of us some of us are just better at hiding their scars. But it's best when you look in that mirror and you see those scars. That it gives you the strength to not only not have history repeat itself, but to be a better, stronger person for if you have a child or if you just want to fucking be a role model to somebody for that person like fuck that I learned that real quick when I got locked up <clears throat> all that blaming parents and where you came from shit that shit don't nah shit don't fly at all because at the end of the day it's not where you came from it's where you're fucking on so you can go ahead and if you feel like whole time your family was disloyal to you cause no one called you when whatever went down or when you got locked up you ain't really get no visits like that okay the fuck you got locked up they still have to go to work and all this extra shit so they might don't have you know what i'm saying they don't got the means to travel all the way to see your ass make you feel better about your shit go home then gotta deal with this shit also you can smile before lights out now don't get me wrong it's great to see family when you're in that situation but i I can call y'all i'm not y'all don't have to come see me all the time go through this shit to check bags all that extra shit now so i'm just i'll call you the fuck yeah straight like that but again i I had a full year bit it was so it, it does get pretty murky if like you're in there for like you're doing some double digits or the long haul. So, yeah. So don't when as you get older, stop thinking everything's supposed to stay the f- same within family. Now, am I saying just forget about him? Fuck no. Again, that's for Henley. Because back in 2017, I was like I said, I was I was off my fucking rocker, but like. 
now I see that I was just angry. I was projecting my anger on my own, like, family. Like, <laughs> that shit was crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, because I, I, I just thought, you know, everybody changing. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, my uh, cousin Amp, he came home after doing a, a long stretch. And, you know what I'm saying, he turned towards Christ. And, you know what I'm saying? living his life in a righteous way where I should have been a, like, like now any, I always say now anybody that has faith, I respect them because if you don't believe in nothing, you'll fall for anything. Now, just because I didn't want to change, like just because I don't know, man, I don't know. Am I fucked up? medicated ass brain at that time I'm like Slim what the fuck blah 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 I'm looking at him like he just turned his back on uh, me uh, XYZ to the third power cause you know what I'm saying When, like I said it's one thing about the men on both sides of uh, my family mother side and father side Slim we (laughs) we're gonna eat and especially if you keep us down, like he, my cousin, Aunt, literally, I think he went in when I was like in fucking 10th grade. He literally, uh, what came home like a couple of years ago. I am 34 right now. So in, instead of appreciating seeing my big cuz evolve into a man that, and he feels that he's supposed to be, which if I always, especially as men, if that man feels whatever his calling is, that's his calling. Who are we to comment on that man's path? Like I said, even though with me and my beliefs, it's a little, for some reason, it's a a big do as we say, not as we do. This is why I am the way I am. Uh, But I still show that respect where, okay, you follow this path, the you know what I'm saying, the right hand path. I love to follow that left hand path. And we all know down that savage ass Pierre's left hand path, there's fucking just sin and cult worship and fucking savagery and rock and roll and fire and all this extra shit y'all fucking throw on me like I'm just the fucking antichrist but whatever i just let y'all look stupid because humans that's what they are like you did they did the same thing uh in the 80s when it came to satanism and shit and like yes you will see me going inside uh the fucking uh church of satan you'll see me reading the satanic bible whatever the case may be and automatically oh you'll see the jewelry i wear and you'll automatically think oh he's evil so have have you ever really read the Satanic Bible? And it's for a lot of y'all Christians too, because I read the Bible. All right, there's a lot of a lot of holes and it contradicts itself a lot. But I read the Satanic Bible and it makes every bit of fucking sense. Why? Because it had facts in it. It had timelines, time frames, and at the actual uh, beginning of it all, it says, hey, 
we do not believe Satan exists. But, you know, pretty much it's, it's, it's what you make it. At the end of the day, you got to point your finger at somebody. Uh, and, and I'm talking about for, like, that's what humans do. That's what someone who isn't at the point in their life where they want where they want to be they point and i was pointing building false frustrations uh to people i love and love me back because i wasn't where i wanted to be you know so it's like being in the position i am now i, I yeah i owe my big cousin a big ass apology luckily he's a fucking christian so he will forgive me but <laughs> like yeah, like that, that's terrible. I should have never, I should have been so fucking proud of him, which I am now. I want him to know that. Um, I should have been so proud of him that my fucking teeth hurt from smiling all the time. Instead, I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I'm about to go drink and turn up. I don't give a fuck. But nah, man, it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, and like, but that's the thing, though. And that's for if you're f like that and that. Yeah, so. Yes, and I'm like, I love my family to death, but I have no high hopes or expectations uh, for them to pamper baby and check on me when things are going wrong in my life. I'm a grown ass man. If like, I'm I'm sorry, like Slim, if you're a grown ass man and you feel like someone's progress or you know, like them moving forward with their life because they're not into the shit that got them into shit in the first place anymore. If you don't want to see someone you say you love and you always want to hold them down, do better for themselves in any way they feel makes them happy, then you ain't shit and you need to go somewhere and, uh, yeah. You know, look within yourself to find what makes you happy. Because if you don't, that bitterness is just going to leave you by yourself. You feel me? So, like, and like I said, I'm loyal as fuck. You feel me? Be like, and this is why I, like, I still have friends for 30 plus years because at the end of the day, like, if you haven't fucked me over or did no bam and shit, what the fuck is it? Why do I have to be disloyal to you? For what? Nah. If I ever loved you, I'ma always love you. That's for my exes. Like, if you my man's in them, like, fuck your head. You know what I'm saying? Till I die, I'ma be Kenilworth. Period. Kenilworth raised me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But... I know that everyone has, like I said, everyone has their dis, their different thing of loyalty. Um, when we come back uh, from break, I will have the conclusion to the show, and I will go ahead and give my savage intake on what true undying loyalty is. The Savage Way on the X-Rated Experience Podcast. My X-Rated Savage, ladies and gentlemen, 
I want to thank you all for tuning in and enjoying this awesome podcast now I know because I put these podcasts out a little sporadically but all of that is going to change I do not want to keep all my listeners waiting in the winds for the next podcast to drop so from now on every week look for three podcasts I'm not going to give an actual day when they will drop but you all will know Uh, but just know during a savage week three of the x-rated experience podcasts have dropped so make sure you go ahead and keep up with this awesome experience now back to the podcast all right my x-rated savage ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and get the savage gods himself 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 Hey man, I'm cocky for this viewpoint. But anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and give the savage god the, the basically the principles I follow um, when it comes to being loyal. Because, um, like I said, at the end of the day, I strive to be the most loyalist person that, to the ones that are loyal to me. You know, and being loyal is like I said if you can't if you see that your friend your homie your A1 whatever the case may be is in a financial bind and even if you cannot help him with funds trust and believe a true friend understands that but the support that you just as long as you're there to support him be that it that's like you know what I'm saying that's loyalty don't just like back off of him because this nigga's struggling and you don't want him to ask you for no fucking money the fuck no if he asks I ain't got it but look I'm here if you need something on your stomach uh, such and such cooking I get your plate whatever the case may be you know what I'm saying um support if like and like you gotta <laughs> being loyal means you yourself has to be trustworthy. So you know I know it was instances like I said, me and my man, we were rock stars. So I know it was a lot of instances where you know what I'm saying, like I didn't I didn't go to sleep at night. Like when all my men finally was like, alright, I'm about to call it a night. Pierre didn't go in the fucking house until like what, like <laughs> seven AM? 9 a.m. But if one of them left something or money, whatever the case may be, and I found it, oh, best believe, guess what? They got what they probably already thought they lost or they forgot about, but they got it back. I don't take from my men. You feel me? Nah. So you gotta be trustworthy. Loyalty is when, even if you pull off an awesome finesse by yourself. The first people you bring the the basically the goods to to see, you know what I'm saying, who wants what or whatever it may be, 
is your A1s, man. Hey, man, I got, I, hey, man, I pulled this little lick, man. I got all this shit. You want, see what you want. Woo-woo. And then you go out and do what you got to do, sell it, whatever the case may be. You feel me? Loyalty is, again, always keeping it 100. Even if your man, your A1 fucked your girl, guess what? He's the one who came up to you and let you know that he fucked your girl. Ladies, if your homegirl come to you and be like she feels uncomfortable around whoever you're talking to because either they keep hitting on them or whatever the case may be, how about instead of you and this ain't shit ass nigga distance yourself from your actual best friend, you and your best friend approach this ain't shit ass nigga and try to see what's the deal, pickle, you feel me? Loyalty is you and your mans can get into a knockout drag out fight. It doesn't matter who won, who lost. Only thing that matters is y'all got that shit off y'all chest. Now y'all over it. Don't hold grudges. Don't plot behind each other's back. Case in point. Uh I don't know when I don't know what happened on this day, but this is before I got out of Phoenix. And I don't know, I thought I wasn't going to make it out here because shit was just falling, like, apart, I guess. But it was mainly my fault. But, like I said, when I get into certain moods, I indulge in my vices a little too much. Uh, and that's what I was doing. I was basically in the house all day, came out. Jug plays all the fucking time. Next you know, we got into a fucking... It was pretty much a tussle because... The only thing I'm thinking about in my head, hey, I'm fucking coked out of my mind, but so I don't feel shit. But the only thing I'm thinking in my head, like something I know what I can do. I know how this can turn into, but something this is my that's 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 family right here. That you know what I'm saying? Like, and I fucking started it. Like I put my hands on him. You feel me? So me being an asshole, like the fuck, like nah. And like I say, again, that's my man. He was uh, he was just as savage as I was. He could have took it in a whole different direction. You know what I'm saying? We both could have. But nah, after the shit went down, guess what happened? Me knowing it was my dumb ass fault. Hugged my man and told him my bad because I felt bad for the shit. He, he knew. <laughs> like, he already knew it. Jug was always the first one when I did too much of some type of drug to fucking call it out. Hey, man, what's, you got powder shit in your nose? Like, this nigga is. So I'm like, shut up. But nah, but I love that nigga. Still, to this day, like a brother, you know, and like, I didn't, like, ain't no plot behind each other back, or I don't like that nigga, nah, the fuck, nah, loyalty is not talking behind your so-called friend's back, or if you are talking behind his back, it's only because you didn't see them yet, and you're that frustrated that you just had to vent for a little bit, but guess what, as soon as you see them, tell them, barbatum, the exact things you just told Whoever you just was vent to. See, me, I only vented. Like, I didn't, like, it, all of us vented within the circle. We didn't, like, some of you, we don't know you. Get the fuck. Like, get the fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, loyalty is keeping your mouth closed when you don't, A, when you don't really know shit, or B, if you do know something, why the fuck are you telling your man's business or your homegirl's business? 
Loyalty is when you and your dude get into a big ass fight. I'm talking about to the point where he just finally say fuck it and put his hands around your neck. But and loyalty is when he's done and just fucked fucked up in the head because not only did he just put his hands around your neck, but you you know goddamn well you shouldn't put your fucking hands in that man's face for more than that. Like one of the fucking smartest things I've learned. Uh uh, being out there when I was ripping them on the streets was for females like Slim. If niggas in the hood or in jail won't fuck with your mans in that disrespectful way that you did, why would you think it's okay to do that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you push a nigga that nobody else will push? Think about it. And like, the cops shouldn't be like, nah, it's no cops after that whole little thing. Now, if he's fucking threatening, like, if he's got a knife and trying to stab shit, nah, but if he probably either shook the shit out of you, because I'm telling you, this is how real hood niggas do, a hood nigga ain't gonna smack the shit out of you unless, like, you literally either burned them, disrespected them, some shit like that, but a hood, a loyal, savage God, hopefully is, he's going to either pick you up, shake the shit out of you, might put his hands around your neck, but he'll catch yourself. There shouldn't be no cop. If the cops get called, the neighbors call the cops. And if the cops call, come to the house, then, yeah, we don't know what you're talking about. X, Y, Z. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there shouldn't, unless it's a real life domestic situation where you feel for the danger and the welfare of not only you, but your kids, or you had to go through somewhere, you literally had to go to the hospital because of X, Y, Z, then why are we calling the cops? Especially when you know that your man. Like, nobody can break a man's ego like their woman can. Like, fuck, fuck, your, fuck your men all day that you hang. Nah, yeah, they get on your nerves with this shit, but your woman can actually, like, she knows your flaws like Slim. If she hits you with you, Lord Dick nigga, and she's loud with it and all that, just keep calling you a Lord Dick nigga, eventually you're going to lose your mind. But at the end of the day, once that smoke clears, she still love your Lord Dick ass. She just wish... She didn't wait six months to let you hit to find out she had a low ass dick because now her feelings are involved. Now she got to deal with a low dick nigga. But maybe your head game good. Or maybe you know how I work that little motherfucker. Like I said, hey, Slim. It can be a nigga out here with a monster, but he just he just does damage or some shit. And it could be a nigga out here with three inches and, hey, he hits the spats that she, she didn't even know that he could reach with that. You feel me? So... <laughs> So, yeah, man, can't judge books by its cover, but on that note, uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and end it here. Oh, man. And so, I've been super busy uh, recording a lot of awesome podcasts, and it's just going to get so much better. So, I, hey, for all my listeners out there that's been my A1 since day one, just know that, hey, man, you're going to know what the savage God Everything can only get better. All right. And on that note, beware, be fair, and of course, stay savage.